Halloween is fast approaching. It's just around the corner. If you're listening to this, most likely it's it hasn't passed yet, obviously. It comes out every Friday. Welcome back to the Meat Weed Podcast, where Halloween is in a few days, and I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm not really in the holiday spirit. I mean, I can't even eat candy anyways. I picked the worst time to start the keto diet. However, I do have an announcement that I'm very proud of. Your boy lost 20 pounds. So... I'm going to keep going because it's not my goal weight, but 20 pounds is a decent amount, right? I mean, come on, that's fucking sick. Anyway, again, welcome back to the Meat Weed Podcast, where this week was really eventful, actually. Um, me and my girlfriend went on this hike in the most beautiful little area up in the hills, and I've I've never, um, I don't know, I, I don't think I've seen goats that close. Basically, there was an entire field, there's an entire herd of goats, a whole bunch of them, right? And it was cute. It was cute seeing them running around the the grass, the plains. They were eating up all the grass there, pooping like crazy. It was absolutely monumental amount of shit. Um, I'm not going to lie. That's what caught me off guard. But I thought it was rabbit poop at first until I realized there's way more than there should be, right? Rabbits don't poop this much. This is, this is something else. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. A lot of poop. Anyway. The first rain of the end of the year just hit the other day, so I was actually too busy dealing with some stuff in order to record, but I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of glad I did. We actually re-shingled um, this place I'm in, and it's really, really nice. Like, it's actually very warm in here. I don't even have the heater on. It's just warm, you know? Like, period. The, the only problem is, because of that, it attracted some stuff to the studio, and the other day, I was just sitting here recording. I had to stop because I heard scratching in the other room. And I think within the walls, there's definitely a rat or two. I don't know how many there are, but we're going to get rid of them. Don't worry about that. That's something I got to deal with. But you guys probably got to deal with some shit with um, with Halloween. You know what I mean? There is some stuff with Halloween that I was, I was never a fan of, period. And that is um, the overly protective crowd of parents that are like, oh, your, your candy is going to get poisoned. Let me check it. Listen, uh, children young enough to still trick-or-treat, your parents are eating your candy. That's it. I'm setting the record straight. Your parents are eating your candy. There was one time that some kid was actually poisoned by his candy, and guess who it was? His own parents, okay? It was his own parents that did it. So, moral of the story is, don't trust your parents, but strangers with candy is fine. You know what? No, I'm... Don't... (laughs) Oh, God, that's a horrible advice. That's awful advice. Jesus. You know, it is funny that that's how that works out, right? When it comes to Halloween, it's the only time of the year where it's acceptable to wear a mask and ask strangers for candy right at their door, right? With a bag in hand, like, hey, come on, give me the goods. And it's more encouraged if, I don't know, if you're in a small group. Uh, Jesus Christ, if you really think about it, it just doesn't sound too good, does it? Halloween has always been weird to me, and it's always changing meanings every Every, every generation, I think? I don't know. It's always had a different meaning. I've always heard it's the devil's birthday, or it's a pagan ritual, or it's actually Christian. I don't know, okay? Like, a lot of people have their own meaning of Halloween, and I guess depending on your own personal bias, that's what you're going to go off this year. I don't have a bias. I just see it as an excuse to get candy 
on discount on November 1st and you know maybe maybe sneak in some uh some Halloween candy the day after November 2nd November 3rd look I'm just saying if you're like me and you're pinching pennies the day after Halloween that's when the candy goes down in sales you know that's when it goes down in price that's when you buy that shit up that's when you eat it and it tastes pretty good you enjoy it okay you guys enjoy it I can't right now I'm on keto I'm gonna fucking remind you about that every time I have not made cheese but you know what I have made because I'm bringing that up because last week when I mentioned I was trying to make cheese again look I don't have the time to do that but I okay, I do but like I don't have a kitchen disposable I guess we have people in this house who work okay I'm sorry I can't be in the kitchen late at night stirring about making cheese it's not like I'm a cobbler with his own show you know I'm not making stuff and then like just what the fuck was that cobbler thing shoe cobbler okay yeah yeah that makes sense Oh, yeah, there was that thing about the cobbler who couldn't make enough shoes. And then, like, at night, the little elves would finish it. And the Simpsons had a dark take on it where turns out he just had severe schizophrenia, which is not, not cool. Not cool at all. Anyway, there was a thing I had planned, right? Uh, hopefully, I get it out in time. But this is taking more research than I, um, than I care to admit. I'm recording a new episode of the Morbid Universe. It is going to come out on Halloween. At least I'm trying to get it out by Halloween. But truth is, it's a lot of research, you know? Like, when it comes to stuff like this show, I could just fucking spitball it and I'll be fine. Or I'll give you half-assed takes. When it comes to Morbid Universe, that's when I actually sit down and do really hard research. You know what I mean? That is a bit different because I need hard numbers, facts, and I'm thinking of making another link tree just so I can have sources to it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not easy. But I also haven't made an Instagram page for it yet truth is rss.com is not going to tell me the analytics until the third or fourth episode is up and right now i actually don't know how many people are listening as far as i know morbid universe is not a success or a failure i can't tell what it is because a lot of people have said they like it but i need i need hard numbers you know i'm a what's the term i'm a hard numbers kind of guy i need i need i need to know this stuff you know and yes i used to trade stocks that's why i said hard numbers i don't know I, 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 um, I got out of that because it's kind of cringe, actually. Look, there's a thing, right? When it comes to stock trading, I used to be good at it, right? But it's the people you're surrounded with that you're just kind of sick of. Like, I had these people that were like, Diamond hands! Yeah, I'm never selling! And, and like, it was like, dude, you're just putting money into a risky thing. This is basically just gambling. We're glorifying gambling. Is that it? And these people, my God, they did not care. Like, it was gambling to the extreme they'd put their entire life savings into one stock win it all back and then lose it all the next day like wall street bets you guys remember that shit right yeah I'm, and for those who do remember i was um around the time it started growing that's when I, I actually got kicked out of that subreddit that's they see exactly back when i used reddit i don't use reddit anymore you know why i don't have a subreddit for the podcast i don't want a subreddit i don't want to go on reddit for anything the only time I do go on Reddit is when there's very niche things I need to learn about. Like, my girlfriend brought it up. There's, like, some, like, nail arts, stuff like that. Some different skincare routines. Stuff like that. I listen to my girlfriend, okay? I take everything she says to heart. And I decided to look it up, too. There is really a lot of skincare routines. It's actually impressive. I'm not going to quote any. It's just, I just thought it was cool. Random tidbit, but there's this thing that's been going on lately I think it was always a concern, but lately it's been a bit worse. Uh, Timu, the app, is 
it's not some sketchy shit like they like more than usual you know what i mean like yeah it's cheap chinese products that's great and all the problem is how far are you willing to go to to keep these products you know what i mean i mean i have some stuff from timu as well i haven't bought anything in months having said that when you don't buy for a while you get all these offers that are impossible to you know to actually cash out on you you get way too much okay what i'm saying is you get a lot of notifications, you get way more apps, or way more, uh, what's it called, um, like, let's say you're watching YouTube, you get a lot of sponsored videos that remind you, hey, you have this Timu app, and I know, I, I know I have the Timu app, I don't want to buy anything right now, okay, it's that simple, whenever you don't, damn, they really fucking hammer that thing home, right, the funny part is, there is some good stuff on Timu, but the thing is, you can only buy so much, and then it's, eh, you know what I mean, like, again, it's a cheap Chinese product, so you're going to buy something most likely more than once. I lost all interest on Timu for one specific reason. I have these pens that I absolutely loved on Timu, right? I couldn't find them anywhere else. I couldn't find them on Amazon. Couldn't find them on Alibaba. Nowhere else carried these pens. I bought two boxes, and then I bought one more. And I thought, all right, fine. I'm going to like, I'm gonna want some more. I still have one of the pens at my... Um, in my work folder in fact i use it every day it hasn't run out of ink it's durable it looks adorable but it can take a beating and i cannot buy any more timu has limited my rest has restricted my access to more of these pens for some reason i don't know who fucking thought of this but it says you've reached a limit on how many of these you could buy from a business perspective that is the dumbest fucking thing you could ever do seriously I mean, if it was like you were, you're buying stuff in store, yeah, I understand. I used to work at Walgreens. We had this thing where it's like, you can only limit, limit four per customer. And then they'd come the next day and they'd be like, dude, four per customer, come on. Because otherwise, you're going to clear us all out. And with Timu, what fucking, like, what actual limit can you put on these things? They're like $4 pens, right? I can't find them anywhere else. If I could, I'd buy them somewhere else. But I can't, and Timo won't let me buy anymore, and I'm really fucking upset about that. I'm really upset about that, because my pen isn't breaking, it's just a little dirty. And you know what? I'm not gonna sit here and sponge wash a fucking pen. I'm just gonna get another one. And they also make good gifts. That's the problem, right? Christmas is coming up. I don't know if you guys noticed. By the way, okay, you know what? Fine. I'm gonna redeem Timu. Maybe it's a good place to shop for last minute gift ideas. Like on like cute little gifts, you know, stuffing stalkers. That's it. That's really it. I think that's it though. Yeah, that's about it. Um but I saw Murahar recently tweeting on and yeah, recently tweeting about how he was offered an ad, a Timu ad, right? Like if you wanted to do a sponsored video with Timu, and he said no. And he made it public. He said, no, Timu, I will not do a public ad with you guys. Like, you didn't have to put him on blast like that, but you did anyways. And again, uh, from what I've been hearing, Timu's also been getting a lot more of your information and, you know, than it should. More than usual, right? There's a lot of sketchy things on apps nowadays, and sometimes people just accept them out of convenience. But Timu goes a step above, and what it does is it actually sells your, um... Your credit card information, which is kind of a fucking big deal, right? Kind of a huge deal. 
There are few things in life more annoying than getting a credit card in the mail and having to close out your other one because somebody stole the information. I don't know about you guys, but I've had that done once and it was frustrating as hell because you have to go to the bank to get money and there's no banks near my town. I have to go two, three towns over. No, two towns over. Um, but I have to do all that just to get some cash for the week and then I have to limit myself to the cash and my debit card will come in maybe a few days later and I got to activate it again. And then I have all these subscriptions tied to the card. I have to redo those. It's a pain. It's a pain in the ass. And here, here Timu is knowing, hey, these people won't notice if we do 50 cent, 25 cent purchases. Little things like that add up, okay? You know what it is? They're bleeding you dry. The way it works is if you get your credit card information stolen, they won't cash out immediately. They're not stupid, okay? Let me tell you how these scammers are doing this. If you do get your credit card information stolen, first, you have to look and see what you have on your account, what you're charged for. You need to make sure that everything is accounted for. You need to make sure you actually know what the charges are, how much it is. If you see tiny charges like 10 cents, 5 cents, what they're doing is they're testing to see if the card works. They're not going to go off right away. In fact, they're not going to go off, period. It's not like a heist. You're not running into a bank, grabbing all the money and leaving. No, 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 no. You bleed the piggy dry. The way you do that, $1 purchases every one or two days. That's it. It's going to see your spending habits. They're going to see your spending habits and they're going to think, okay, perhaps this person is very money conscious. Let's only do a few pennies a day. Keep in mind, you hear this and you think, okay, so how does someone who has my credit card information make money, you know, stealing stuff like this? Yours is not the only card they're using. They get a multiple amount. They get a big chunk of people's cards, right? And what they'll do is slowly over time bleed them all out. And then they have their own money there. And if you haven't closed the card, it's going to keep going. Okay? Picture it like a leak in a pool, right? It's a small drippage. You won't notice it right away. But over time, it's going to cost you gallons of water. You see what I mean? And the reason I know this is because I am a victim of fraud. At least on my debit card, on my old one. See, I already know, okay? That's how I know this, because I was thinking, how did they get my information? Turns out they had it for months, and every other... I have, I have a bad problem with spending, okay? I'll admit that. I'll be the bigger man and admit that. And I realized, oh, I was charged 2 $3 a day. I didn't notice. I did not notice. Because I was not paying attention. So I'm telling you right now, near this holiday season is when they take advantage of it. Remain vigilant. Seriously. It's very important. A lot of scammers out there nowadays, a lot of porch pirates. That's why Amazon now offers those lockboxes. You can just go there instead. But it's not easy, you know? Not all these things are accessible to everybody. By that, I mean Amazon. And I don't know. It's just a pain in the ass that every time it's nearing Christmas or the holiday season, people are busy, right? They just want to buy stuff for their loved ones and, and appreciate the time they have with them, right? We couldn't do that during COVID, and now people are showing more appreciation now more than ever, right? I love that. I personally love that. I just, you know, there's always a... With, with every big fish, there's a leech in the belly. Yeah, speaking of leeches, I was looking on the Timu store, right? For those pens, the ones that I couldn't buy, I thought I would find some that are very similar to the ones I bought. I did find some, but they're a bootleg of a bootleg. Listen to how cheap the plastic is. Like, 
They're not even they're not even good cheap. They're fucking hollow and awful. Speaking of leeches, I'm drinking body armor sport water. That shit is not worth it. Four dollars a bottle, you fucking joking? Fiji's cheaper. I wanna tell you guys a story about something. Um I don't know if I should be talking about this, but at the same time, it's not me who did it. Or I don't think it's anything wrong with it. Rather, there's a there's a defect with the Nintendo Switch, right? Where once in a while, and I mean a few years, like, in between. Once in a while, the battery will just stop working. Now, it doesn't fry up or anything. At least I don't think so. I, I believe what it is is that it's a lithium battery. So it just doesn't work that long and it doesn't work that well. If something happens to it, right? I don't, I don't know the specifics, but I know one thing. I know that eventually it craps out and you got to replace it. The problem is... They're not easy to replace. In fact, the first battery that you're going to replace on the Switch, if you ever do it, I don't recommend you do. Especially after this story. Hear me out. I don't recommend you do. But if you are going to, you're going to realize that the battery is actually not easy to remove. It's not like a regular battery on a remote control, right? It's not like um, you can't just pull it out. I... <laughs> My brother... <laughs> My brother and I were fixing my old, my younger brother's switch, and we fucked up bad. <laughs> okay, what happened, right? We had the new battery, right? But the old one wasn't budging. It was really stuck in there. It wouldn't come out. That's because underneath, it's kind of glued. You have to wiggle around, okay? What happened, too, was that it's a lithium battery. You're not supposed to puncture it, right? The fucker... My fucking older brother was using a knife. Like, it was bound to happen. You, you guys know where I'm going with this, right? We were, we were trying to take the battery out of the switch. He pierced it, and it fucking sizzled and started smoking. And I was staring right at him thinking, Move! Take it out! What the fuck are you doing? And he gets up and runs out of the fucking kitchen with the switch. <laughs> As it's fucking about to burst. And we just he just drops it in the fucking outside. And uh, here's the thing, right? The battery's cooking. It's literally throwing smoke and it's incredibly hot. It's not like we see it and we think we fucked up. We fucked up. We screwed up. Uh oh, that's not good. After the smoke subsides, we have to wait for a bit. I, I almost ran to the back and grabbed my fire extinguisher, right? I, I'm glad I did not I didn't have to. It was a lot of smoke and the smell is just awful. So we had to turn on every fan in the house, open every door and window and get the smell out. It was awful, right? It smells like metallic -y smoke. You know, like you're lighting an iron bar on fire. I don't know how you do that, but that's what it smells like. So that's not the kicker. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Sure. The What got me was at the end because we still had the new battery, right? By some miracle, we picked up the switch. The battery had cooked off, right? The plastic finally removed and we were able to put the new battery in. We were just kind of staring at this thing thinking, it's not going to work. It is not going to work. Or if it does, there's going to be some function wrong with it. The screen's going to be cracked. I don't know. A lot of stuff's going to happen with this thing. I don't know why it didn't. We put the battery in. We put it to charge. And we just kind of waited. And waited and waited. And it felt like, it felt like we were in an emergency room waiting for this thing to come out of a coma. By some miracle. It did. And it works. It's to this day. The other day I was playing Legend of Zelda. It works. 
It should not, but it works. We we caught the thing on fire, dropped it in the fucking wet grass, replaced the battery, and it was fine. The funny part for me, though, <laughs> is the frame is kind of crooked now because plastic and heat don't tend to mix. Anyway, we put the... <laughs> We put the back part on and it's all crooked. And if you look underneath, if you grab the switch and you look at it from the top where the volume button is, it's warped as shit, but it still works. I wouldn't take it out in public to play it. Something someone would ask if something's wrong with it, right? And there there definitely would have been. It's just so funny to me. We keep it docked now. We play it on the big ass TV in our house. And it's just so funny to me that it works. Although, every now and then it does have some performance issues. But the fact that it turned on to begin with, that's what shocks me. Because the Nintendo Switch screen essentially had a campfire on it and it was fine. That fucking blows my mind. It was funny to me. It was so fucking funny to me. In fact, this happens in my late 20s. When, okay, th th these two stories have to do something with each other, okay? There's something about me and Nintendo products that don't mix. Um, this has happened before. <laughs> okay, but the second, the, the, this, for the second attempt, right? The second one was the Switch. This is the most recent one. But it's not the only time something like this has happened. There's always some fire involved when it comes to me and Nintendo products. I don't know why. But... When I was a kid, I had a Game Boy Color. Okay, yes, I'm that old. But, the, you know, the one with the AA batteries in the back? Okay. Me and my brother had to share one. And the thing is, one time, I only did this once and I learned my lesson. But we're Mexican, right? So we have a lot of pots and pans, you know, comales and everything. And one time, I was trying to hide the, the Game Boy from my brother. So I put it in one, right? The only problem is, I did not remember... Which one I put it in. I didn't remember where I had left it or what game was even in there. It was Pokemon, by the way. Wasn't a big fan of Pokemon. I was a fan of Castlevania, the one on the, the Game Boy. I finished that game all the way through. I was fucking sick. I got the soundtrack at the end and everything. Anyway, aside from that, I couldn't find it at some point. And I was thinking, okay, um, I'm just going to keep looking for it. I was a little kid at the time, right? Eight, nine, seven. I, I don't remember. I was young. It was funny as shit, though, because we eventually found it. I'm laughing at this now, but at the time, I went in a blind panic. We found the Game Boy. But the thing is, Mexican families, you know, any parent, really, it doesn't matter what race, they heat up the they heat up the, the pans, right, to make some food. I left the Game Boy in one of the pans, and it had the lid on, so we didn't see it. Until it was fucking sizzling. My Game Boy was fucking sizzling. And I could smell... My mom smelled burning plastic at that point. We smelled it. All of us did. And I just immediately... It, it caught me right there. I was a kid in a panic. Like, oh no! <laughs> As an adult, it's funny as shit. Because <laughs> I'm... <was, laughs> arguably, there's much better places to hide a Game Boy. And it was just funny as shit to me. Because as soon as she opened the lid, all I hear is crackling and sizzling, and the Game Boy is face down on the hottest spot of the fucking pan. And I grab it immediately, burning my fingers in the process, and I go, oh no, and I start blowing on it to cool it down. Well, guess what? 
I turned it on and it still works. There's something about Nintendo products, right? I think I'm pretty sure this is a selling point, or at least it used to be. I'm almost positive that Game Boy products, you know, you know, Nintendo products are designed to be, you know, handled by dumbass children like I used to be. They're designed to be smacked around a bit, okay? They could take a beating. That's essentially what I'm saying. And it only makes sense because it's definitely for a younger demographic or a more family-friendly oriented thing. I always pictured the Switch as a more flimsy product, but that just brought me back as soon as I saw the case burn. Because the funny part about it, right, is the Switch still works. This happened months ago, right? But the Game Boy Color that I had, that happened years ago, and for years it still worked. I actually don't know where my Game Boy is anymore. Which is funny because I could tell you where my old 3DS is. And for some reason, there's a funny phenomenon, right? I don't know why. I don't know why. We all have this fucking Mandela effect, right? Where everything, we all had the same childhood when it comes to Nintendo products. I'm not a fan of Nintendo products all that much. But I'll admit they have some charm and charisma to them. There was a fucking funny thing to me, right? That I saw on the internet and it immediately, again, brought back some nostalgia. Where... Saul Goodman was taking a picture and someone captioned it saying me at my grandpa or grandma's funeral with my Nintendo DS and he takes a picture right because you can do that with the old the, the 3DS it's got the camera and everything I did that I took a picture <laughs> I, I, don't, I took a picture at a funeral with the 3DS and the comments all agree everyone did that everyone did that I don't know why we did. We were just kids. We didn't know what else to do. Everyone else was, you know, whenever a memorable thing happens, now that I'm an adult, I kind of get it, right? Now that I'm an adult, you as a kid are seeing people, whenever you're at a moment where it wants to be remembered or some unforgettable event, people take pictures, right? So logically, in your kid brain, you pull out your 3DS, you take a picture of the casket. Logically. I'm a normal fucking person. (laughs) Oh my god. That was a fucking wild, wild week. Nintendo's interesting, right? I have an interesting history with them. Just the products, not the company itself, obviously. I never worked for them or anything. Um, but I was never a fan of, um, like, Legend of Zelda. I was only a fan of it after Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I played those two, and they're they're fun. My cousin, on the other hand, loves all of them, all the Legend of Zelda games. And to be fair, I feel like going back and actually playing all of them It's just as an adult, you don't really have time to play video games as much as you used to, you know? It's all about paying the bills, going to work, and it's fine, you know? It's it's part of the march of progress. But if you're young enough, if you're listening and you're young enough that you don't have a job, or just a part-time one, you know? I'm telling you this right now, enjoy your youth. You are at your best years, okay? Because I'm not that old, but I'm already starting to see, you know? I'm already starting to see that, yeah, I'm going to start slowing down soon. And that's fine. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I used the most. I made the most out of my youth. And I had a fucking great time. So if you're listening and you're younger, you make the most of it too. Just don't do any illegal shit, you know? Don't do anything that will ruin the rest of your life, you know? Fucking enjoy life. Anyway, that was a crazy week. I don't even know what the fuck this episode was about. I'm assuming Nintendo products. I'm just going to call it Nintendo products. But anyway, um, aside from podcasting and stuff what else have i been doing i've actually been getting into acrylic painting 
in a more professional sense. Like I've actually been looking into like buying far thinner brushes, more advanced stuff, right? But at the same time, I don't know if I'm going to put these up for sale or not. You know, I want a bigger, decent portfolio before I put them up for sale. But I used to have a store, um, online store for selling art. Nothing ever sold. Having said that, it wouldn't deter me from having one. That's going to do it for this episode of the Meet Weed Podcast. Be sure to click the link tree. We still have that uh, promo code with Magic Mind. And I've got more art that's coming in. By the way, Hour 13, I'm shouting them out right now. There's a band, a local band from nearby. And they kick ass. They had a show recently. I wasn't able to go, but they did covers of Misfits. And honestly, it was such a good, like, I've heard it was a good show. I love that too, you know. Always support your local artists. And uh, it's funny me saying that because I'm worldwide, so, you know, whatever. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305. <laughs> Look, I'm a fucking smartass, okay? I did not just make a Pitbull joke. New York City. I'm sorry, okay? Fuck. I've been watching way too many memes about Pitbull. And, fuck, you know what? There's that one meme. Um, Chris Brown and Pitbull, they have that song. New York City. The one I just sang, right? There's an animation of, like, all the Spider-Man dancing to it. And I learned a fucking weird fact where the person who made that animation, they made it, it did a really good job on it, by the way. I think you can find it on Twitter somewhere. And I think the... Do you guys hear that tapping? I'm sorry. I gotta... Oh, my God. I gotta stop recording. The fucking rat's back, dude. Are you kidding me? Anyway, before I before I trail off again, that animation, you can find it on Twitter... Um, that guy who made it died in a police shooting after an 11 hour standoff. Like that's the story, right? Pretty sure it's misinformation on the internet, but that'd be a hell of a story to tell, right? All right. Damn, that was crazy. Anyway, I'm going to work on the Morbid Universe podcast. I really hope I get it out by October 31st, but I'll see you guys next week. See ya.